Hello, welcome to Jays from Home, a podcast about the Toronto Blue Jays. I am Steve, and uh, with me is my brother, Matt. We are together once again. Uh, you've been, we've both been away uh, on opposite weeks. Um, yeah. And, and do not adjust your bass level. That is Steve's actual voice right now. Oh, does it sound a little lower? I, I, I can't tell. Yeah, it's uh, whenever you, whenever you like you have a cold or something, your voice always seems to go go down in range. No matter no matter no matter who you are, I think you you, you get that kind of low low bassy kind of tone to your voice. I see. Well, um, yeah, I've been we've both been uh, been away on, on alternate weeks. Uh, I've been uh, busy with uh, lots of traveling, but also just uh, um, helping uh, Vanessa's mom because uh, she had hip surgery. So. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I was away, and then uh, yeah, lots, lots, lots going on. It's, uh, it, I mean, it's a busy baseball season, busy personal life. You know, it's just the way it works. Yeah, well, let's 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 uh, focus right now on baseball. We'll talk about our personal stuff in the in the second part of today's episode. But uh, yeah, I have a little note to myself to mention this, but like. I, I find that, and I was going to mention this last week, but I forgot to say it. Um, we're getting into the point now where checking in on the wildcard standings is sort of like when you're like going to look at your bank account, but you know that you're running out of money. So you're kind of like cringing, like looking at it with like one eye and not really wanting to see what you're going to see. Because that's definitely what's happening right now. The, the, we're, uh, just as, as, as when you're running out of money and looking at your account, the Jays are running out of uh, ball games, baseball games right now and, and, and checking the wildcard standings. Mm, yeah, um, that I guess that's true. Um, what they're 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 currently out, right? Uh, they're one and a half games out of the third wild card spot. They're seventy one and fifty nine, ten and a half games back of the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, that 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 series to start the week against Baltimore, uh, losing that series did not help their uh, their their chances if they wanted to have any chance to win the uh, the East Division. And I think that's kind of out the window now. Yeah, well, I kind of was. Uh, ignoring the the East Division title uh, earlier in the season when it was Tampa Bay uh, in in the lead, but I didn't expect Baltimore to be the one in in uh, in first place. Well, if you go back and listen to our season preview episode, I think nobody expected uh, you. You and I, we both did not expect the Orioles to be even in a playoff spot. So, so they are definitely surprising everybody. Um, Tuesday. Um, the Jays beat the Orioles, and you know what? I didn't put the Jays' score. They won in ten innings. They, I think it was six to three, was it? Um, yeah, something like that. They, um, it was. I think it was a pretty close game, and then, but they just happened to get to uh, the Baltimore relievers. Um, yeah, late in the game. Yeah, no, I think it was six to three because because uh, Belt hit a two run home run and then I think they scored another run after that. Varsho also hit a two run home run in that game. And my my happy place about this series was that uh, Mount Castle was hitless and struck out twice versus Yusei Kikuchi because Mount Castle they just should not pitch to. Yeah, um, and I think the last time they played Baltimore uh, and and I covered uh, covered this on the podcast that was uh, that was, Mount Castle himself was uh, was the strikeout for me I believe. Yeah, I yeah, he he has been 
batting well against the Blue Jays of late. Um, so Wednesday they lost seven to nothing against the Orioles. I think there it was two to nothing for a while. Uh, this was the Kevin uh, Kevin Gossman start, um, and then uh, the the Orioles blew it open uh, against the Jays. Uh, bullpen late in the game yeah this one yeah I remember that one uh we we had an early softball game that night and it was looking okay I mean the Jays weren't hitting really but then yeah the the bullpen kind of let them down a little bit yeah yeah um and Thursday they lost uh five to three losing the series against the Orioles um and after the game John Schneider um, this is a tweet from Ben Nicholson Smith. Uh, Jay's John Snyder on the importance of turning things around ASAP. There's no time to wait. We've got to do it right. Expletive now. So, yeah. He... I feel like that 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 quote uh, happened. That that was. Are, are you sure that's not a repeat from the quote back in May or something? Uh, it sounds well, very familiar. He might be quoting himself again. He might be <laughs> retweeting himself. Which which I don't know. Is that a faux pas these days? I don't know. Um, <laughs> But but yeah, like I I feel like this has been like that's not the first time that he's said that we can't you know he's basically along the lines of we got to start playing well now. Um, well, well, I, I'm I guess it's a good, uh, you know it's it's too bad that they were waiting until now to to play good. I guess. <laughs> well, they, no, but that's the thing. They have been playing. They've been a very consistent. Uh, team the pitching has been has been outstanding it's 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 that's more of a message for their bats i suppose um but yeah it's 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 just such a tight race for the playoffs in the east that you know he can you you you, you can pull that quote out pretty much every game yeah i guess so it just seems like uh i, I think he probably could come up with uh, better wording than it's uh no time to wait. It'd like make it sound like they're they're holding back until September or something. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Um, all right. So uh, Friday, the Jays opened a series with the Guardians at home. They lost the first game five to two. Uh, both uh, George Springer and Vadi hit home runs for the Jays, and Bo Naylor making his uh, Canadian debut. A Mississauga native, Bo Naylor, catcher for the Guardians, hit a home run as well. Uh, that's uh, that's good for for Bo and and not so good for the Blue Jays, yeah. I guess. His 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 family was at the game too, so it's it's always nice to see family at a game when 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 uh, a player does well like that. And it's 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 a de facto home game for Bo Naylor. Uh, the fact that he's back at Rogers Center. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe uh, maybe the Blue Jays will will trade for him and and just you know uh, on top of collecting the uh, 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 sons of former major leaguers, they can get all the Canadians in the league. And the, and the Naylor uh, family, they can collect all the Naylors because Bo Naylor's older brother, oh, what's his name? Is it Josh Naylor? I forget. Uh, his older brother uh, plays for the Guardians as well. And their younger brother, Miles Naylor, was just drafted into the uh, <laughs> Oakland A's system. So if they can uh, get all, all three brothers, then that, 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 that uh, kind of sticks with the uh, familial uh, theme for the Blue Jays here. Well, there we go. Um, last night's game, or yesterday afternoon's game, I, I slept through most of this because I, I was quite tired but uh and it, it seems like every time i woke up just for a few seconds something changed like either uh, i missed a complete at bat or or a run was scored i'm pretty sure i missed uh, a home run uh or two uh but they won eight to three yesterday yeah no i didn't watch this game partly because it was an afternoon game and partly just because i needed i needed a break from the from the <laughs> from the slog that's been this week like if not including saturday they lost 
three out of four, I think, so I just needed a break. Uh, yeah, they won eight to three. Davis Schneider made his return to the lineup. He went three for three, hit a home run, a double, had three RBIs and three runs. Um, and the Blue Jays tweeted this out. Um, the only two players in Blue Jays history to hit at least four home runs in their first 10 Major League Baseball games are uh, Davis Schneider, a.k.a. Babe Schneider. And do you know the other one? Are you looking? Are you looking no, at the I, list right now? I have it in front of me, so I, I wouldn't okay, have yeah, so this Carlos otherwise. Delgado is the other one. And I think Delgado had like three home runs in his first game, if I'm remembering correctly, 94. <laughs> well, I, I definitely don't remember, but um, it seems seems a little weird that it's, it's, uh, uh, it's still his first 10 games for Schneider because he was called up a while ago, like more than 10 days ago. So he just hasn't yeah, been playing been... very much languishing on the bench a little bit no i think i i think i actually watched delgado's first game i i seem to remember i I could be misremembering this but i think it was i'm gonna have to look this up later um against the chicago white Sox, i was watching in uh mom and dad's room on the tv upstairs uh and i i think it was the first game i I seem to remember it being like an afternoon game or something because it it was after school i don't know but i I seem to to remember that but i could be misremembering that that could be a uh, 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 a, a memory that uh, is from another game. Yeah, I'm not sure games. about that. I don't recall uh, them having a TV upstairs uh, that that early in uh, in in our lives. But anyway, um, this one, uh, another one. I see your note here. Um, I this was another thing I slept through was uh, Swanson removed from the game. I, I didn't even see that, and I only caught it in in a replay when they covered it in the uh, eighth inning. Yeah, no, I cover, I saw like an article about that later on. Uh, so that was that. That's uh, he's been really effective for the Jays. So that that's 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 kind of a not great thing. But uh, yeah, so we'll see. We'll, we'll have to just wait and see what the the reports are about his injury there. But uh, we'll have to just see what happens with that. Um, Sunday, Yusei Kikuchi is going to be facing Noah Syndergaard. So that should be an interesting. Uh, uh, match up there. So Kikuchi's been been very good for the Blue Jays, and Syndergaard, uh, he's not so great these days. So uh, <laughs> hopefully the Jays can win the series against the uh, Guardians and uh, have a strong uh, strong uh, start to the week. Yeah, and um, well, I, I would say end to the week because uh, the week starts on Monday. Just want to. Well, I just mean. Take the momentum and start the week strong. Anyways, let's get to our personal outcomes. Why don't you uh, start with your strikeout? Sure. Um, well, as we just mentioned, um, the there's an apparent injury to uh, uh, Swanson. Um, he's been one of the better p- uh, pitchers in the bullpen, and it's uh, too bad that... Uh, I mean, I guess he's been used a lot, so probably not shouldn't be surprising that he's injured, but... Um, uh, not a good time to lose a bullpen pitcher or a strong pitcher from the bullpen when the they need him need the strong pitching the most because the offense hasn't been the strongest. Yeah, yeah, no, um, I think that if if I'm not mistaken, just off the top of my head, I think he is the leader in appearances out of the bullpen for the Jays. Yeah. Now. If we're looking on the bright side, uh, one of the strengths has been the Blue Jays' depth in the bullpen. So they have a lot of options to turn to. As well, we are getting very close to September, so they will be there will be one more uh, roster spot for pitch- pitchers and position players opening up September 1st. So they will have an extra person coming up. So, you know, you've got Jay Jackson, Chad Green, uh, uh, Pearson uh, as well. So, so, so lots of options uh, for the Jays as far as their depth goes. So they they can survive a 
hopefully minor Swanson injury and maybe even putting him on the 10 day IL will we'll just give him a bit of a break and, and, and help him get uh, finish the season strong because the Jays need um, all the help they can get. Yeah, I was going to suggest Jay Jackson was probably the next next one to call up if they put him on the injured list. Well, if Chad Green is healthy and pitching effectively, he could be the next guy. Right. Well, uh, uh, there's a lot of what ifs, I guess. Uh, what's your strikeout? Uh, run support for Kevin Gossman. Uh, he oh, has yeah. not, uh, you know, he, he doesn't give up a lot of runs, but the Jays don't score a lot when he pitches. Uh, Josh Goldberg tweeted this uh, at some point. Um, he's, uh, I guess it was after Kevin Gossman's start. Uh, the Jays are 2-7 and seven in Kevin Gossman's last nine starts and 12-13 and 13 overall in his 25 starts this season. They give him the fewest run support of any starting pitcher in baseball. So that is not great. Uh, no, not not very good. But I mean, I guess those games also are, um, they tend to be the lower scoring ones uh, in the last couple of weeks. It's just the, um, the, the late, some, I, I'm not sure how, like, it seems weird that also that um, the, the, it, it's a, uh, when the bullpen has a bad game, it tends to be, it seems like it's been the Gosman starts uh, when the, they give up some late runs and defensive miscues and and whatnot. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The, the, well, like it's 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 uh, very well documented that the Jays have not scored a lot, and it's it's interesting. I think they went through the first half of the season maybe getting shut out once or not even any times, but then since then they I think they've been shut out in the second half of the season like at least seven times. Like it's it's it's, it's scoring runs has just been. Expecting runs to be scored when you're watching the Blue Jays has been a very frustrating experience. <laughs> is is that a statistic we can track? Uh, expected runs when watching? I don't know. Fan expected runs, yeah. yeah. Uh, F-E-R. That, that's, our, that's our new stat of the day. Okay. Um, and, and, and I guess it depends on, on wh- where you are a fan. If you're a Twitter fan, fan expected runs are negative three per game. <laughs> if, you're, if you're one of us, uh, yeah, just, just yeah. It's, it's kind of similar to my, my, my bank uh, account analogy. We kind of watch games with like one eye open right now yeah i guess um okay so my no decision i actually looked uh, ahead as i was scrolling through and, and entering my my stuff i think we have the same no decision um alec yes. manoa you sent me an article from the toronto star that was uh, um a little confusing not so much like i mean i understood the article the the article itself wasn't confusing but the information out of it about Manoa is is a little bit of a weird situation. Don't really know well, that, what to expect. That's uh, that's why it's my no decision. Like I don't know what's going to happen with Manoa. Yeah, well, and we don't know what is happening with Manoa. That's I, I'm calling it the murky Manoa situation. Um, there, I, I put a quote here from that article that I sent you. Um, it says here. Um, let me just see who who wrote the article too. It's important that we uh, we properly accredit this this story here just hang on one second here that is a yeah gregor chisholm uh article here so here's the quote it says if monoa was hurt or even complaining about pain one assumes he would be placed on the injured list if he was injured monoa and his agent could have filed a grievance over a demotion to the minors and instead required the jays to pay him a big league salary during rehab while he continued to earn service time so the it's just yeah like why didn't they put him on the injured list why didn't he get sent down sent down right away um andrew stoughton sent out a newsletter this morning um kind of talking about the same thing 
Um, it's just, you know, it, it could have been an agreement between Manoa and the Jays uh, about uh, whatever injury is, is bothering him. If there is an injury, there were some uh, in the article. They also mentioned that uh, they, there was an agreement between, I think, the Players Association and the, and the team about keeping him uh, active uh, and also maybe even with Major League Baseball. And, and but at the same time, like keep, keeping him not in Buffalo and and but and t- but taking him off the roster so so it's, it's there's just a lot of questions as to what exactly they were doing and and Stoughton mentioned this as well that uh with with medical information and health there is that privacy factor as well yes. so they can't really comment on what is going on so it could be it could be physical it could be mental but if if if, if it was physical why why didn't they just put him on the IL that's that's there's just that's why it's so so confusing so so murky well if you believe the doomer twitter fans it's probably because manoa is overweight and can't keep up with the pitch clock that's that's the uh, narrative online well i think the narrative right now actually about the situation is that he's 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 refusing he was refusing to go to triple a and i I don't think that's the case i think and i think that the jays are being careful just to make sure because you know, he's he's had a really hard year, and I think they're just making sure they don't want to like just break him mentally, like like not like not like he's going to just go off the deep end or whatever. But like they they just want to make they're they're trying to protect him is what they're yeah. doing. I think is, well, is what, what's happening here. Don't the Jays have um, a sports psychologist on staff? Like I feel like I think that's all some, teams do. Yeah, I think all teams well, do these days. Yeah, maybe they're working with their sports psychologist, and and that's something also that would be that should be kept private if i mean if the player wants to come out and talk about it then that's one thing but team probably shouldn't be addressing that to the media if if that's that's the case yeah and it it just makes it really hard to kind of be able to assume anything or not assume anything just from the quotes that atkins give because he's very vague and, and you can take his quotes any 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 way you want to take them so that's that's the frustrating part too I, I guess you know that maybe that's like a um, Atkins has taken like a um, you know um, dealing with the media one hundred and one and and the first thing to do is like give the most vague responses possible and then uh, that way people can write whatever they want and without you actually having to say anything. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Anyways, um, controlling the narrative one hundred and one is what they need to be there, <laughs> really there working on here. Um, so I'll go to my home run, uh, which okay. is uh, Davis Schneider, which I think yeah. was uh, is a repeat home run for me again from my last time on the podcast. Um, just seems to to be bringing um, some good energy not only to the team but uh, to the fans. Um, I mean, it's good to see. I mean, he's a, been a very productive batter. Uh, since being called up and so it's it's nice to it's good and refreshing to see a a blue jay uh being productive at the plate yeah and i think that they've given him uh the start for today's uh game afternoon game against cleveland as well let's see what he what where he's going to be uh uh, factoring into the game here uh he is let's see here he is batting fifth again and starting left field today so as well like as he's 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 doing well offensively he's he's very versatile um uh on the uh, defensively as well like he can play second base he can play left field i think he play he can maybe play third base if you need him to as well where so my my question now though is like where did he come from like i remember in the in before the season started um we were hearing all about 
Addison Barger. Um, but yeah. I don't recall reading or hearing anything about Davis Schneider. Just all of a sudden, he's the next one called up. Well, that's that's part of the fun about him, too, I guess. But uh, I think he, his, his rise was pretty quick in the past couple years. Uh, the, the story when he was first called up that was going around was that he almost, I think it was two years ago, he was going to quit baseball. He was having a hard time kind of making his way up in the in, in the in the levels of the minors. And uh, he he decided he, then he rededicated himself to baseball. And yeah, he's just, he's just been performing well uh, in Buffalo over time. And yeah, I, he kind of came out of nowhere, um, I guess, with higher level prospects um, that aren't as proven like 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 Addison Barger. They they want to I think take their time and and I think also as well Barger maybe he, I think he can play outfield as well. But um, I think that they want to keep him potentially as an option for next year for third base. But uh, he's going to have a hard time, uh, not well not an easy time making his way to the team with with uh, with Schneider uh, playing so well right now. That's true. And uh, just just before you get to your home run, uh, speaking of third base. What do you think? So Chapman hasn't had a, a very great. He hasn't had a great year at the plate, uh, except for the nope. first month. But mm-hmm. what do you think of like? Do you think the Blue Jays would try to get him to a one-year deal uh, at a at like a reasonable price to keep him at third base for his defense? For Chapman, um, yeah. I don't think he's going for a one-year deal. I think that he wants to sign long-term, and he's had a hard time this year. So signing a one-year deal could actually hurt his chances at a long-term deal if he doesn't perform well next year. So I think that we're going to see Chapman sign like a four- or five-year deal. Not with the Blue Jays is my prediction, but uh, yeah, well, that's, I, that's an off-season question. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want him to sign a, a long-term deal with the Blue Jays for sure. Um, well, yeah, like if if he's going to be if this is the Chapman, if this is Matt Chapman, uh, his defense is is elite, but his offense is is not his offense. We're, we're really if this is the true picture of what his offense is, then then, yeah, I think that they need to, uh, especially with the struggles that they've had on offense, they need to find uh, a better uh, bat at third base. Yeah, well, and, and uh, just to wrap up that I can see him as like. If this is who he is, like you said, I could see him as like a bench player to brought in late for defense, but definitely not for offense. So it'd be Matt Chapman. Yeah, I'd that's su- not that's not what that's I'd, not you want to be what you want to be paying him for. Yeah, I was I would be surprised if he gets a long term deal for that. And so uh, my guess is that uh, he's like one of the last free agents to sign with the team. But anyway, um, that's an off season discussion. Yeah, um, and I I think he'll he'll he's it's a thin free agent uh uh i guess mix uh, in the off season uh which we'll be talking about a little bit later too in today's show um about another player so actually i think that he will sign pretty quickly but anyways yes let's go to my home run my home run is uh brandon belt another guy who has uh in his last year contract with the jays he only signed a one-year contract but uh he has been playing very well it's kind of the opposite of of matt chapman he had a tough uh, first month, but then uh, since since then he's he's been the best batter on this team. He's been the best hitter on this team, and, and he's just been been really consistent and and really good. And I, and and watching his at bats, like I've said this before, like he re, he always seems to work the work it to a full count. He sees the ball really well. He 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 walks. He has power. He can he, he, you know his only his only downfall is he's not the fastest player in the world, but uh, he 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 can get on base. That's that's uh, a, a nice a nice consistent player who's you know he's hitting in the heart of the order he's he's performing well so it's nice to see 
Yeah, um, I, he's uh, been a nice, good, consistent player. Um, I, I put him up there with Kikuchi in terms of, uh, um, you know, uh, reliability. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and, and well, the entire uh, starting pitching, uh, Alec Manoa notwithstanding, he's definitely been a reliable guy. And there was a um, a chart that Nick Ashbourne uh, shared, and as his his uh, strikeout rate has been steadily going down. His isolated uh, average or power—I'm not sure exactly which—but his 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 offense, his 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 positive numbers have been going up and his strikeouts have been going down. So he's been just getting better as the season uh, progresses. So that's 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 great news for the for the Jays in an offense that isn't really uh, performing to expectations. For sure. And um, I'll I'll just say an honorable mention um, before we move on to uh, just general Jays notes. Um, Hunjin Ryu. Who I I believe in the weeks leading up to the trade deadline, I did say that uh, I, that he would be a good addition to the to the starting rotation, and that would sort of be like trading for a player. And I I think that you were you were um, trying to be level headed about expectations, but I would say that uh, he's been he's been good coming back from from injury, and I think that's all that really the Blue Jays need is. Just for him to be good enough, he doesn't have to be the ace starter. Um, nope, he just no, needs no. to needs to pitch well, and I think he's he's done that. He had a rough first game, a little bit, but I think since then he's been pretty pretty steady. It's to, like yeah, you know no, what you're going to get from him right now. I think in the past few starts he's only given up one run. I think he gave up a home run to Jose Ramirez in the last game, but I think he's been kind of giving up one or two runs each start. So that's definitely what they need him to be. Um, so yeah, Jay's notes. We talked about Manoa a little bit, but yeah, it's, it was officially um, mentioned the other day that he he's actually going to join the AAA uh, affiliate Buffalo um, in Syracuse. I think I forget what day this was. This was like maybe Thursday or Friday. So that's going to happen. So he is going to be an option in case of injury because the, um, the 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 rotation is is quite thin right now. So if anybody goes down this late in the season, uh, the Jays will be scrambling. Luckily, we're, we are late in the season, so there are options if if Manoa's not stretched out enough because he's just getting back to AAA right now um but uh yeah so that's that is good to hear that he is finally reported to AAA yeah there we go that's that's good um so uh player that the Blue Jays traded for uh at the deadline as like a stopgap for Bo Bichette uh uh Paul is it Paul DeYoung Yes. Uh, that, yeah. So they designated him for assignment, and the Giants uh, picked him up in the meantime. Okay. So sorry about that. The power went off really quickly and caused us a bit of a delay with the uh, Wi-Fi here. But yeah, I was just saying that uh, Paul DeYoung, in his first three games back with the with the uh, Giants, had as many hits as he did in three weeks with the Jays. So that's that's frustrating for Jays fans for sure. Yeah. Um, well, I guess the good news is that he wasn't really a, um, a big part of the overall plan for the Blue Jays, so not really that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah. So, no, just good for him for, for finding success in San Francisco. Um, so now let's look ahead uh, for next week for the Blue Jays. Um, it's going to be... Um, an easy end to the week, but the beginning of the week is going to be uh, a little of a challenge, I would say, because they're facing the Nats. 
they are eight and two in their last ten games, and they've won three straight. Um, so that will be a bit of a, a challenge for the Jays. And and just in recent news, I thought I'd put this in here because they're facing the, the Nationals, so it'll probably come up a lot during the uh, the, the the broadcast. Uh, recently this week, Steven Strasburg announced his plans to retire. So. Uh, uh, He's been a good pitcher over the past uh, 15, 10, 15 years. So, so congratulations to him for for retiring. But it's 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 too bad that he has to retire this way because it's because of injury. Um, frustratingly, he he signed a new deal with the Nationals after uh, the World Series year in 2019. I think it was like a 10 year, 230 million dollar contract or something. But he mm. only pitched 31 innings out of that, um, and he's just having some really tough physical issues right now um, that he's he's working through. Um, so so. So hopefully he can get back to his regular self. Um, he's had a great career. Too bad it was cut short. So he's not going to be pitching against the Blue Jays is what you're saying. He's, he hasn't pitched in a while, no. Um, and then uh, they finish out the week versus a team that they should win at least two out of three against, the Rockies. Uh, in their last ten, they're two and eight, and they've lost six straight. So the Rockies are not a great team. Uh, the Jays will be in Colorado, so hopefully that'll wake up their their bats a little bit. <laughs> well, um, with how the season's going, they'll probably sweep the Nationals and then uh, lose the series against Colorado. It's, uh, it's just managing expectations. That's all. You never know. You never know. All right, let's get to our B team update now. So uh, the Guardians, uh, like I was saying last week, I think I think they're done. Uh, they're sixty one and sixty nine, six games back in the Central. They had a three-game series against the Dodgers. They uh, won only one game out of the three series. And they're playing our Blue Jays this week, as we said. And they've so far split that series. And we're hoping that they lose that series as well. Um, Next week, they are in Minnesota to face the Twins and then at home to face the Rays. Now, the big news about the Guardians this week was that um, Terry Francona uh, has been kind of talking about his future as the manager. And it's sounding like... Um, he's going to be uh, retiring at the end of the year because uh, he's had some health problems, well, well, well-documented health problems as well. Um, so this could be Terry Francona's last uh, year as a Major League Baseball manager. So he's had a great career. He's he's a Hall of Famer. Um, and speaking of the Hall of Fame, the other news that was coming out was the that the uh, drum uh, that uh, John Adams uh, played through, over many, many years in the uh, in the bleachers in Cleveland uh, is going to be displayed at the Baseball Hall of Fame. So that's that's cool. Cool. Um, so is that like the first musical instrument in uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame? That's a good question. I I don't know. That's a, um, you know what? I'm I'm I bet um, Stan Musial. Has a a um, a harmonica instructional book. Uh, <laughs> I, I I noticed this when I was working at the music store. So I I wonder if any of his harmonicas are in the Hall of Fame. Well, um, I guess it is fitting uh, for uh, a drum to go into the Baseball Hall of Fame from Cleveland, which has the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There you go. There you yeah. go. There's a connection. Yeah. There you go. All right. And so Seattle. Have you checked in on Seattle lately? Um, n- not, uh, not like specifically, however, they have been, uh, um, coming up overall. Um, it just, it's hard to ignore them because they've been playing really well lately. So like pretty much everybody is talking about them. And w- one of my softball teammates is a big Seattle fan. So, so I hear about that on uh, Mondays and Wednesdays. 
Yeah, so they are 73 and 56, tied with Texas for the lead in the AL West. I think we kind of wrote them off earlier in the year. Um, they won two out of three in Chicago against the White Sox. And so far, they have uh, won the first two games against their series with the Royals. And this week, they have a pretty easy week. Uh, they're facing the A's in Seattle, and then they're traveling to New York uh, City Field to face the lowly rebuilding, retooling, whatever you're calling the Mets. So uh, mm. their hot streak looks like it will continue. So it might be it might not be the Mariners that the Jays are are. Uh, competing with for that wild card it could be uh those two texas teams houston yeah. and the rangers well um yeah that's uh i think it's probably a given then that seattle's probably going to be in the playoffs either as a wild card or division leader well i hope it's a division leader because yeah uh, and, and i hope that the jays are also in the playoffs as well um julio rodriguez is kind of the the power of that hot streak recently he was named uh player of the week on monday he uh, had a 568 average over that time. I think he was something he averaged like three hits uh, a game over the week. I think he had 21 hits in the week. Um, a 1.417 OPS, two home runs, 12 RBI, seven runs, and six stolen bases. So he had a pretty good week. And then this was like just a really fun thing. Um, against the White Sox, their their pitcher Luis Castillo, he threw 47 straight fastballs to the White Sox, and they were and then Chicago was only able to get three singles in that span. <laughs> so that's 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 just funny. Um, the the other thing about uh, Seattle that uh, I I just saw this in passing this morning when I was reading a few things. Um, I guess apparently, and I don't know how true this is, but uh, right after almost right after Swanson came out of the game against uh, uh, in last night's game for the Blue Jays, uh, Teoscar Hernandez hit a grand slam for Seattle. So kind of. Uh, I think there's some sort of curse that the Mariners seem to have invoked on the Blue Jays. Um, okay, so now we're going to go to some uh, MLB news around the league. Um, the big news this week was that Shohei Otani is no longer pitching uh, because he has torn his UCL. So um, it looks like he's going to need his second Tommy John surgery. Um, and, uh, I was reading an interesting article from, from, uh, Evan Drellick, who we had guest on the show, uh, earlier this year. Uh, he said that it might be in Otani's best interest to sit out the entire year, um, just to, just to kind of work on his health and, and, uh, maybe maximize that, that contract that he gets. Um, but Keith Law also wrote an article in The Athletic. Um, he says, here's a quote that I pulled from his, his article. He says, the story in baseball circles is that Otani is worth north of $70 million a year uh, before he even throws a pitch or swings a bat because of all the additional revenue that they get from corporate sponsorship, stadium signage, and merchandise. So, so he should still be the highest paid player in baseball, even if he has to DH for a year or two before he... Mm. Um, he comes back and pitches. So, so that was just uh, a bummer uh, for the Angels season. And then another um, kind of I, I, another bummer to add to that uh, is that uh, Mike Trout. I think on the same day he was placed on the injured list. Um, so, so that's that's the, the Angels. Uh, they tried, but they failed. <laughs> yeah, and well, Trout came back was on the injured list for a while and came back. So I guess he, he wasn't came back completely for like two or three healed. Games, yeah. Or is yeah. it like a different injury? 
Same, same injury, same injury. He's uh, just having okay. having trouble with his hamate. I think he's, he was he was willing to play through pain if the if there was a playoff uh, position uh, in 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 sight. But they're, they're it's they're they're out of it now. Um, speaking of 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 sad news or depressing news, the White Sox fired their president Ken Williams and their GM Rick Hahn. Um, and I guess um, the, the they they're going to hire. Uh, one of their, uh, I guess, their their head of of, of scouting. Uh, I forget his name. I, I'm just trying to see it here. Uh, yeah, they're they're gonna hire him. I forget his name though. Oh, Chris Getz. Here we go. Uh, Chris Getz is the is the name uh, that is floating around for the GM replacement. Not sure who's gonna get president's uh, the president spot, but uh, Dayton Moore is another name that's kind of floating out there. Um, and apparently, right after that, they, they they made these firings. They did. They announced that they're bringing Tony Larusa back as a consultant. Mm. for the team so um that's a little yeah. odd yeah so we're I'm, I'm i'm kind of running out of time here so we're going to skip ahead a little bit um it was the big the, the big huge news uh of of the week uh it was that uh wander franco officially on tuesday was placed on administrative leave so he's definitely um i think he's out for the rest of the the year um and and then the the rays were actually removing um signage like banners uh that featured wander franco uh from the stadium so um he could very well be done um as a major league baseball player Interesting. Well, um, I don't know. Maybe uh, karma for the Rays with how they uh, treat their their players and and uh, just anyway. I don't know. Well, I don't know how they how, how they pay their players. I don't know how they treat their players. But that's an interesting point, though, because I think that like earlier in the year, like there was just some like on, on the baseball side of things, like he his teammates, I think, were getting kind of a little bit. Uh, well, not a little bit because they actually sat, he sat out a game because of this, but we're getting a little frustrated with his behavior. So, you know, like even though he's he's one of their best players, taking him off that team might make the Rays a better team because I, I don't think that he was great in the clubhouse in general. So so that could be one of those addition by subtract subtraction things, <laughs> uh, even though he's highly paid and a good baseball player. But uh, the the Rays seem to still be hanging on to that wildcard spot, that first wildcard spot. Well, more to come, I guess. We'll see what happens in the few weeks because I guess they're playing uh, some tough opponents, Seattle and eventually Toronto. I don't know. We'll see. Yep, yep. Yep. We'll have to just wait and see on that one for sure. All right. I guess we'll uh, we'll check in with the Ottawa Titans really quick because there's just a few notes here. Um, mm-hmm. Earlier this week, Bobby Brown recorded his 500th career win as a manager uh, against the New Jersey Jackals. Uh, Ottawa beat them four to three in ten innings, um, and uh, and I actually was at the uh, the Titans game Friday night. Um, it was a is a great great crowd. Uh, on Friday, it was bark in the park, and apparently there was over oh. 200 dogs, uh, and uh, so that's a pretty good turnout. Uh, and uh, they won seven to five. They were losing, I think, five to three or something like that. And then in the sixth inning, they just their bats just exploded, and uh, and they they uh, came back and and won the game. So it was it was a good game to watch, and there were some nice defensive plays uh, late in the game too from Ottawa. All right, so let's move this along. We'll take a quick break and come back with our personal outcomes. Okay, and we are back. So, Steve, why don't you start us off here? What is your? What do you want to start with? Um, well, uh, just a strikeout. Um, just as a, as we mentioned at the top, I, I've got a cold. 
that developed uh, or late in the in the week. Um, thankfully, not COVID. Tested it a few times and and, and we're good. But just uh, just bad timing because uh, I, I don't mind being sick in the fall or in the winter because you can stay indoors. But in the summertime, you want to go outside. And uh, yeah, so too bad that I am sick, but uh, I'll, I'll get better soon. I think. Yeah, being sick is not great. And I should also just on a, on the baseball side of things, I I, I, we t- I talked about that we would cover this about the uh, some free agent talk. Um, Shohei Otani's uh, injury, um, uh, I guess his, his will 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 yeah, it'll affect how much he's going to get paid in the off season. So that'll be interesting to look at. So I just wanted to add that in there really quickly before I, before I get to my <laughs> uh, strikeout. Um, so I talked about this last week. Um, and I'm calling it a strikeout now. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm I'm elevating it from error status to strikeout because I forgot another ingredient. I keep forgetting key ingredients for meals these days. I I made a, a, a kale and quinoa and kidney bean a stew I was planning on making, and I forgot the kidney beans, which is a key ingredient. So I forgot that. And then the, the week before, on top of the basil that I forgot, I also forgot to buy pizza sauce. But luckily, we did have some uh, spaghetti sauce in the pantry that I I, I, I pivoted as a as, as a replacement. But uh, yeah. That's my strikeout. I keep on forgetting to, to to buy important ingredients, even though I have the list of ingredients right in front of me, and I'm I'm, I'm literally entering them into my order. It's it's, well, it's I just and I the just name omits. of your the name of your your dish you were making had kidney beans in the in the title, so it's, exactly uh, yeah. exactly. Um, this time, it, the the dish I'm making this week has a pesto in it, and I just bought the pre made pesto just to save myself some time. That's that's fine. That's that's good. Um, well, my no decision, um, it seems like it would be something like a home run, but, uh, I hit a walk-off RBI single in our, uh, Wednesday playoff game, and it's only a no decision because it means that, uh, we still have another week at least of playoff baseball on Wednesday, and I'm not sure if, uh, did I maybe peak? Is, is that the, the best that I'm going to do this year on, on Wednesday night, uh, playoffs? Uh, we'll we'll have to see. I don't. We just still don't know what time we're playing on Wednesday, so uh, remains to be seen. We will wait and see. Um, I don't have a no decision, but I do have a new read. I started a new book this week. Um, it's called Dirty Laundry: Why Adults with ADHD Are So Ashamed and What We Can Do to Help. So, uh, uh, Krista, uh, you know, it's it, uh, she's talked about this before. Uh, she has ADHD. Um, and and so I thought I, I was just looking for a new book because I finished my Oppenheimer biography, my 2,000-page Oppenheimer biography. So I thought I'd go for something a little lighter. Um, so it's an interesting book for sure. Um, it kind of just reinforces the things that 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 Krista, uh, I guess, has to deal with having ADHD, time blindness, uh, things like that, and and just and reinforces that I'm kind of doing the right things to 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 help and support her through through the through the. Uh, the process and 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 it's 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 by some authors i guess who i guess they they kind of got uh known by by through tiktok uh tiktok videos about adhd so i didn't know i don't follow them on tiktok or anything like that but i, I found the book and it looked interesting it looked lighter on the lighter side a good a good uh uh, uh i guess different book from 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 oppenheimer so so it's a good good <laughs> a read bit. and it's, it's yeah, uh, it's, it's, if 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 you ever want to check it out, it's it's good to definitely know what what people who are neurodivergent ADHD folks have to have to kind of deal with on a on a on a daily basis. Cool. Well, I I have an even lighter read than that. I'm I'm reading. Uh, I got it from the library. The uh, oral history of the Big Bang Theory, the the TV show. Ah. 
Um, yeah, not 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 the actual Big Bang. No, I, I don't think <laughs> there's many be, people around that could give the oral history of uh, the Big Bang. Well, the theory, though, the theory, the yeah. scientific theory. Um, home run. Uh, even though I haven't brought it in yet, but I found a small electronics repair shop uh, to bring in for my stereo system because uh, when I came back, uh, discovered that the cassette player was no longer playing things. So I think it, it needs mm. a new uh, capstan belt. Uh, but also, I'm going to get the... Uh, I, I've talked about my troubles with the uh, with the speaker connection for the left speaker. I'm going to just get mm. them to replace the speaker terminal as well. So it would be nice to have like a properly functioning stereo system again. And uh, and it's... it's the, the shop that I found is uh, pretty much like two minutes away from where I work. So it's uh, nice and nice and close. Cool. Well, hopefully you have a working sound system because mono uh, was great in the fifties, but not, not so good now with our, our music. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So my, my home run and we, we we've got to get going pretty quickly is that uh, we're going to uh, the pride parade this afternoon. So that should be fun. Very colorful, very festive. Um, so I actually probably have to go in, in, in very shortly so um, you're not going to be here next week, so it's going to be me again. I'm going to maybe see if I can find a guest, but we'll have to wait and see on that one. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're off to uh, catch the bus to the Pride Parade. All right. Well, have fun downtown and uh, try not to uh, – uh, actually, I don't know what I was going to say there, but uh, I think it'll be pretty easy to have fun. There's lots of stuff going on from what I, what I saw. Yeah, just uh, got to keep the kids uh, close by, and uh, they, they should be entertained. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Who can hear you in the alley by the light switch? Who are